Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about all of the rest of the news that came out of Comic-Con a couple of weeks ago. That's right. All of it. So last, last week, we talked about um, the uh, the Marvel movies coming out of Comic-Con, and I'm- then this week, we're talking about everything else. Yeah, because like whenever you decide to like announce like, you know, your next three, four years worth of movies, um, like that kind of is a, is a big deal. So one full episode and then the, the you know, sweep up the rest. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, and the, you know, before we do that, we also have a pick of the week. But first, John, <laughs> what have you been up to this week? Well, seeing as we're recording this in advance, because mm. I'm going to be out the, like whenever people are listening to this. Um, the, uh, not, not a ton, but I did save something back, Chris, just for this moment. Um, I've, I've been playing a game on switch called live alive and it's fantastic. Um, it is, so it's an RPG from square Enix and, uh, it came out originally only in Japan. So it never made its way over here. And this is getting a remake. It's basically a live alive remake in the 3d, 2d, uh, the 2d, 3d. I don't know how they phrase it. It's like, it's basically the, uh, the Octopath traveler engine where it's like a, a pixelated 3d kind of environment and these 2d characters walking around on it. Um, and Live Alive came out originally between, I think, Final Fantasy VI and Chrono Trigger. And it kind of like, there's some of the, like, the bones of what Chrono Trigger is inside of Live Alive. And, uh, and I just never made its way over here. And dude, so what far... What platform was it for? It's on Switch, and I think it's on PC as well. No, I mean, what, um, what, what was it originally for? So it was originally for SNES, I think... Um, let me, let me confirm, but it was originally for, but like basically the way it works is there are, there are, uh, eight different chapters slash protagonists and then one bonus chapter, one chapter, like secret chapter that you, once you finish all the other chapters, you get the next chapter. Um, and they're all vignettes. Like they're all like each chapter is a, a different character, a different setting, a different time period and, uh, and a different kind of a story. Um, and it is so far based on like my I've played through one of the chapters and started another and so far it is fantastic uh, I did the Wild West chapter there's a Wild West chapter in there and uh, the gameplay between each of the chapters is pretty drastically different as well um, from what I have I have played and from what I've heard from other people um, let me see original let me see what the original was released on here um, it was originally released on Super Super uh, Super Nintendo yeah, so the SNES. Nice. nice. Um, but dude, the uh, so the Wild West chapter, it's basically you go in. If the story is like ah, oh, it's, it's, they're kind of all like plays on different uh, Hollywood movies. So like the Wild West chapter is like uh, the you're the renegade uh, you know wanted person that goes into a town and gets into trouble with the local gang and has to like help the uh, the citizens defend the town from this uh, from the gang as they ride into town at at sunrise. And so the gameplay of it, it like it, that, that hooked me was at night. 
you have to prepare for them to come in in the next morning, right? And so you, but you have limited time. You have eight hours is what they call it, which take place over eight like real time minutes. And the bell like chimes every time you tick away at an hour, but you have to collect these resources and then assign different resources to different people um, in order to have them set traps. And so based on how well you do within that eight hours to prepare, you might be fighting a ton of enemies or you might end up fighting like uh, like just a couple you know like so like it gets it scales in difficulty based on how well you do in the preparation of the night before and you can save at any time and so I had like multiple saves going at any time and I basically min my maxed my way to get down to you know to the bare minimum that I possibly could as far as like enemies at the end and it was super fun to do that that like balance of like okay do I go and spend my time going to get resources or do I spend my time uh, uh, assigning these things to people and like at what point do you start either one and and you know so it's it's a super fun uh, mechanic but the next one that I went into was Imperial China um, and so it's like a, it's a time period like a, it's a way back in the time and in a uh, different time and it's completely different it's basically straight up normal kind of RPG you get like people in your party that sort of thing and uh, and all the other ones seem to be drastically different as well there's one based on like you know uh, sci-fi there's like you're a little robot in, in a space station and there's like something out to get you and so you're kind of hiding in things and uh, and they somehow come together for the ninth chapter they like link together somehow no idea how that happens but uh as i play through it i will let you know how that goes because so far it's fantastic the music is so good as well um same same composer as did uh as did chrono trigger uh yoko shimamura um it's a fun time man i uh i, I really am enjoying live alive nice that's awesome have you been up to anything this week chris yeah <laughs> Um, all right, so the oh, well, I guess that's going to be my, that was going to be our pick of the week. Well, do you want to do a pick of the week? Pick of the week. All right, John, my pick of the week is something I've also been up to this week. Uh, since we're recording this, I will do this, but I will have done it by the time you will hear it. So um, I am anticipating this being amazing. I'm going to. WWE SummerSlam here in Nashville on Saturday. And so uh, I will have done that. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's one of it's the uh, the biggest uh, WWE event that's ever been in Nashville. Also the biggest one that I will ever attend. Or not that I may in attend in the future, but that I have to this point. <laughs> I will um, never attend a bigger... <laughs> never, oh, I will never attend anything bigger. Um I have to, but, uh, I have yeah, to confirm is, is... that it's not bigger than this one before I decide <laughs> to attend. <laughs> this uh, a lot of, I mean, they've come. Raw has come before. SmackDown's come before. It's always in, uh, in Bridgestone, which is our hockey arena here. Um, but this is in Nissan Stadium, the football stadium, and so it's uh, it's sold out. It's packed out. Um, super pumped for it. Uh, and uh, yeah, like um, I uh, I don't even know. I don't. I, I'll talk about it you know, post show, um, after I've, but by this point I will have seen it when you're listening to this and you should probably go watch it because I'm sure it was amazing and cool. Um, this is my favorite 
event that WWE does because there's no gimmicks. You know, this isn't like hell in a cell. There's no cell. There's no like money in the bank. It's not like, uh, you know, free for all or anything like that, you know, but it's just straight wrestling. It's great. It's fun. Pumped that it's in Nashville and uh, you should check it out. I dig it. Do you, are, are, what what are the chances you end up on uh on on the 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 stream like or the the pay per view? <sighs> Man, probably not. So um I uh I I got some tickets. We, I'm in like I'm like right above. I'm in the upper deck, right above like the suite level, like right above the suites. So it's, it's still like I'm in like the second row, in the middle. So like great seats for a view of the ring, but terrible seats to be on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, plus uh, dude. I did find some, I found like single tickets, like people are selling single tickets for like floor seats where you might actually end up on TV, but the rest of them are going for like, you know, over a thousand dollars. And I'm like, I, you know, I don't know that I would pay, maybe if the Cardinals went to the world series, you could possibly convince me to pay a thousand dollars for so a much, ticket. man. That's, but that's too insane. much. That's so insane. wild. Insane. Yeah. Um, now, so, how much do they like, cost? Like, whenever you buy them, like, like whenever, whenever you're not buying them third party, you know, from from, uh, from around, yeah, around the same. I mean, like, uh, because I looked at them at, when they first went on sale, and That's intense, uh, it was, was kind of yeah, it's uh, it's it's nuts. Um, because well, and this is the thing. You like if you're in one of the, I, f- I feel like it's I think it's in each section like that's close to the ring. Um, the first sixteen or something like that rows. Like they, you get a collectible um, chair from the event with like pads that like the, the chair padding says um, SummerSlam and the date and all that kind of stuff. And so like you, you, you it's not like you're walking how away you, with. How do you take that experience. home? Like you just carry it. You carry but, it out of the stadium. But they like which liter- is a genius idea for floor seats because then you don't have to clean up the floor seats. Yeah, I was about to say like <laughs> you're doing the work. <laughs> you're doing- you are. I mean, part of me thinks that that's why because all then you have to they don't even have to like. Hey, what do we do with these after the event? You don't do anything with them because everyone took them. Yeah, and and then for the next one, you just buy new ones and sell them to them again, including well, okay. the ticket price. Yeah, it's and you genius, figure also John. they they want they want the chairs to look good, like look right for TV. Yeah, and so and they're gonna they're gonna manufacture the branding and stuff. It's gonna you know, yeah, okay, that yeah, mm, that's that feels that feels like a good racket, Chris. That feels like a real <laughs> yeah. good racket for them. And it's <laughs> very very good racket. racket. Um, and so anyway, I won't end up on TV. Uh, but I will have a good time, have a good view of the, the stage, and uh, I'm excited about it. That's exciting, Chris. What's your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week is a show on HBO that is on HBO Max. Um, oh. And specifically, I will say it is only episode one of this show because this, the second episode completely changes the the four, mm. like changes the show. And so you don't like the show after episode one? Well, so like episode two, like, okay, okay. So let me get into it. It's called The Rehearsal on HBO um, and HBO Max. And it's a uh, Nathan Fielder. I had never watched anything else that, that he'd done before, but he's done some other shows on like MTV and and other other things. And he does like kind of reality shows where he like um, he does comedy uh, and kind of manipulates the situation so that it is entertaining and funny and like kind of reveals like those manipulations and those like things like along the way. Um the rehearsal is about it, it's about he's giving people the opportunity to rehearse things f- that they're like you know deciding in life. So the first episode is 
Uh, he basically puts on you know, Craigslist. He says this is like the first like five minutes of the show. He puts things on Craigslist and he says like, hey, does anybody have anything that they want to get off their chest? Does anybody have any like uh, anything that they want to um, that they need to like admit to someone else? And somebody replied and he was like, yeah, okay, I do. And he sent a video and he says, hey, I I have have this uh, this team, uh, this group of people that we always go out and do bar trivia. And, uh, you know, I have been misleading them about my education for years. Like they think I have a master's degree. They kind of just assumed that. And I let them assume that. Um, but I would like to get this off my chest because it's affecting our relationship. Cause like it keeps sending me like job offers that require like a, a master's degree. I don't have a master's degree. I have a bachelor's degree. And, uh, and so basically, you know, the, the Nathan goes in and sees this guy and is like, yeah, okay, sweet. Let's, uh, you know, we can, we can absolutely, um, do this. He's like, you know, he comes into his house and shakes his hand and, and he, uh, and he has this whole conversation with him and he says, you know, I, I have a personality that some people, you know, find off putting. Um, he's like, and so what if I told you that like, there's a way to practice the conversation, like to practice what you're going to do before you do it to, to figure out what the possible outcomes would be. Um, and he's like, you know, what if I told you that this is, uh, that, that I've, I've, not just had this conversation with you, but I've been practicing this conversation with a paid actor that is imitating you, um, you know, for the past, like, you know, a few days or whatever. And he's like, you know, remember whenever the, the, the gas crew came in to uh, your apartment because there was a gas leak in the building. He's like, well, there was no gas leak. That was my, my crew. And they were taking scans and photos of your, of your whole apartment. And they've rebuilt your apartment in a soundstage down uh, you know, across town, and I've been practicing this whole conversation with <laughs> with an actor inside time. of yeah. Anyway, <laughs> why? What made you watch this? Someone recommended it to me, uh, and I was like, "That sounds really weird." So I watched it, and they're like, "My goodness, Chris, that sh- that one episode is so good." Um, that it, like it escalates. It just sounds in, weird. It's very weird, but it's very good. Okay, but but like the second second episode. Okay, second episode. Um, but why? Why? Yeah, maybe don't you don't have to go through the whole thing. But why yeah. is it different? Like, why is it not good? It's about something completely different. It's a different person. So like they have a different different thing that they're trying to rehearse for, and so it's literally just a completely different scenario where he's like, uh, I think so. So she there's a there's a lady who who uh, wants to to like. Oh, you know, I want to want to find out what like having a kid is like before I have a kid, and so like the the whole premise is like practicing for that, and so like he gets a house and like they set up the whole thing. Anyway, the, it's just a completely different like style and vibe for episode two uh, than episode one because episode one is very dependent on the person that he's uh, prepping for this as well, and like the dude is like awesome and fantastic like there's just lots of uh lots of variables that so make weird. the episodes I, I, like, different like it, yeah and, and like it doesn't yeah okay all right i'll take your word for it because it sounds like i would never watch this or like it it's so odd and so unique and so like it's just different and and weird and funny and uh and i very much enjoyed the first episode interesting I'm, if I get around to it, I will try. I will try it. It does not. It does not sound good at all to me. That's totally fine. It may not be everybody's cup of tea, and uh, and that's absolutely fine. Watch it if you want. Don't if you don't. It's totally fine.
the uh, I'm trying to look up the like the description on on H- HBO Max is not great. No, and it the just, trailer is also terrible. It says Nathan Fielder allows ordinary people to prepare for life's biggest moments by rehearsing them in carefully crafted simulations. That sounds dumb. Yeah, and um, it, it, the the trailer also is is not good. Um, I will say, and like I said, episode two, not like it hasn't like episode two was like if I that would have been the first episode, I wouldn't have been in. <laughs> so um, here's some. Uh, this is on IMDb. Nathan Fielder gives people a chance. Oh, this is the sponsor. The same thing. Uh, oh wait. Nathan Fielder gives people a chance to rehearse for their own lives in a world where nothing ever works out as expected. Uh, the series is set in a world where nothing seems to ever work out as you had hoped. Nathan Fielder gives people the opportunity to rehearse for their own lives. HBO w- wouldn't say whether it was scripted or more in the vein of Nathan for You, which I don't know what Nathan for You is. Um, it's one of those previous shows, but like that's like yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it, it's it's uh, I don't it's not scripted. But it is like you see the manipulation of like the system of like, hey, this is like the seams of like a reality show in that. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's kind of like a Borat where it's like halfway. It's 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 not a it's not real. It's a sort of. But the person involved is definitely like is like that's part of it is real. But the Nathan aspect of it, it's like I don't know how much of that is a character that he's playing. I I don't know how much it sounds like it's a character. Nathan Fielder returns to television for a new series that explores the lengths one man will go to to reduce the uncertainties of everyday life with a construction crew, a legion of actors and seemingly unlimited resources, Fielder allows ordinary people to prepare for life's biggest moments by rehearsing them in carefully crafted simulations of his own design. Yeah, again, I, I, like this was one that I like, I, I just gave a shot. I was like, ah, you know, I'll, just, I'll give this a shot. And then I, I watched it. And like in the first like five or 10 minutes of that first episode, I was like, this is great. I'm in. And then the mm. second episode, I was out. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, right. mileage may vary, but like, you know, there is there is a really one really good episode of television in there in the, the first episode. All right. Well, your pick of the week is the first episode of the rehearsal on HBO <laughs> the Max. First episode. Uh, and my pick of the week is SummerSlam 2022 in Nashville, Tennessee. All right, John. We are going to walk, talk through. Here's this is from BuzzFeed. All right, the article is called "Here's Absolutely Everything You Missed If You Weren't Obsessing Over San Diego Comic Con 2022 This Weekend" by Ali Hayes. I dig it. All right, so a lot of this I don't even know, and this is the first time I'm reading it, so we're just gonna react to it in real time, okay? Um, and I think there. Let me see how many things there are. There are. 35 things that we're going to walk through. Um, the first is Dungeon Dr- Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Uh, cast is Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, um, Regé Jean Page, Justice Smith, Sophia Lillis, Chloe Coleman, Daisy Head, and Hugh Grant. They talked about uh, that movie in a panel. And they had a trailer too. The, the trailer dropped at the same time. Um, mm. Looks 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 reasonably cool. I don't know. We'll see. Nice, nice. Um, they uh, there was a a panel about Teen Wolf the movie. They revealed the next thing we can plan on seeing from the Teen Wolf universe and is, is a spinoff series, Wolf Pack, which will star Sarah Michelle Geller, who surprised the Hall H panel. 
Um, I'm going to skip that. The Wolf Pack. Really, yep. Um, Stephen Colbert hosted Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power panel. We finally got to see the massive cast as their characters, and I believe we saw a new trailer. I'm I'm excited for that one. I, I like I don't know how good it's going to be though. Like I, I it, it we'll see. I feel like the 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 movies um aside from the Hobbit movies, but like the the original like Lord of the Rings movies like kind of nailed that and so hopefully this uh the, you know this isn't trying to step on or it doesn't doesn't step on much of that but you know enhances it in some way. There's also a Shazam Fury of the Gods panel and then a Black Adam panel. They there was a new uh, trailer for that. You should check that out if you get the chance. Um, it doesn't really do anything super new, but I like it. Um, there's also a John Wick Chapter 4 teaser. That's all I have to say about that. I mean, um, John Wick. Yep. Uh, there was a Sandman, the Sandman panel. Um, it's coming to Netflix. I think we knew that, though. I saw a couple clips like they released for this show, like uh, on you know after the fact, and man, it looks it looks pretty like I'm I'm interested after watching the clips, like the uh, you know the forty five second to a minute long clips. Um, whereas I I nece- wasn't necessarily like it wasn't on my radar before, but uh, but now it definitely yeah. is. Um, Colby Smolders apparently is in the uh, new Marvel Disney Plus Secret Invasion TV show. Did we know that? Yeah, I think I mentioned that um, last week, but it was like in a list because like Nick Fury is in that one. Um, this looks pretty cool. Prime Video transformed a dinner hall into Middle Earth for a special press event to highlight the upcoming The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, which included a spectacular meal and an intimate live performance from their orchestra and composer, Bear McCreary. He's doing the music for... Uh, that makes me even more intrigued about Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Yeah, dude. I, uh, I love Bear McCreary. Um, there was a Her Universe annual fashion show. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Uh, Sandman trailer dropped. Hits Netflix on August 5th. Is that tying into anything? No, Who, what, I don't what, think what, so. what, what is that? So that's, uh, that's Dark Horse, I believe. Um... Let me see exactly. Uh, it's Neil Neil Gaiman is the uh, the the author of that um, for the comic, and then also like is is very involved in the show. Um, but I don't think it ties anything. I think it's just just that, um, or unless it's DC, is it DC or is it? I'm gonna find out. Okay. Um, then here's a bunch of uh, teasers and trailers and stuff like that. So there's a, the Sandman trailer. I am Groot. Official trailer hit. It's coming to it's Disney DC. Plus on August tenth. It's DC. Interesting. So I don't, but I don't think it's tying into anything necessarily. Um, but yeah, like I said, like there's a clip uh, that they played either at Comic Con or like after they posted um, of like there's like a violinist and they go and they they have a conversation or whatever with the violinist and it's, it was very much like I was like oh man I am all of a sudden now into this uh, show so. There's a new She-Hulk Attorney at Law trailer. It hits Disney Plus on August 17th. Um, House of the Dragon hits HBO and HBO Max on August 21st. There's an, an official trailer for that. A show called The End is Nigh with Bill Nye hits Peacock on August 25th. There's a trailer for that you can check out as well. All these are on YouTube, by the way. The trailers are. Um... 
Let's see here. Season 3 of C hits Apple TV Plus on August 26th. That trailer's up on YouTube with Jason Momoa. The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power hits Prime Video on September 2nd. There's a trailer for that. Interview with a Vampire hits AMC and AMC Plus on October 2nd. It's, uh, there's a exclusive trailer, Comic-Con exclusive trailer for that. Season 2 of Chucky hits Sci-Fi Channel on October 5th. There's a teaser for that on YouTube. Blackout Adam hits theaters October 21st. We talked about the, the new trailer for that. Black Panda Wakanda Forever hits theaters November 11th. The official teaser is out for that, and that's pretty cool. It sounds great. Music is cool. Uh, yeah, looks, looks pretty awesome. cool. Um, Shazam! Fury of the Gods hits theaters December 21st. It's a new uh, trailer for that. It looks pretty cool as well. Um, Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves hits theaters March 3rd. A uh, new trailer for that. John Wick Chapter 4, new tr- sneak peek for that. It come, it's coming March 24th. National Treasure Edge of History is still releasing a re- re- awaiting a release date, but it's coming to Disney+. Plus. There's a teaser out for that. Um, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur is uh, still awaiting a release date. and I don't know where that's going to be, but there's a, a teaser trailer for that. Uh, season three of Star Trek Picard still re- awaiting a release date, but the uh, the teaser is out for for that it's on Paramount Plus. And then Teen Wolf the movie still awaiting a release date. Uh, there's a teaser f- uh, for that that's coming to it looks like Paramount Plus as well. And uh, that seems to be it. I mean, you know. I feel like the the Marvel stuff was the the like the big thing, and then all this stuff is just kind of like ah oh, yeah cool. Um, it does seem like I, I feel like DC is gonna like hold their stuff for what is it called like DC Fandom? Doesn't that happen Fandom. at some point? Uh, that was earlier this year, so okay. I mean I, like yeah I don't I don't know like I I think we know I mean because they talked about uh, Shazam, they talked about uh, Black Adam. Um, there's still like news randomly coming out. I mean, like DC doesn't seem to hold their stuff like super close to the vest in the same way that Marvel does. Mm-hmm. Well, they're also not announcing like four years worth of movies all yeah. at once, you know? That's true. That's true. They're just trying to get through the next one, John. <laughs> they did that at one point. Remember whenever it was like, whenever they like announced everything right after, uh, because there was a point where like Marvel oh, had yeah. the, the furthest one out and then DC had the furthest one out that was announced and stuff. And then it went all wrong for DC. <laughs> totally. Totally. Well, and that's, that's also like when, um, uh, the, the dark universe was, was announced from, that's right. Guess, that's right. Paramount or whoever was doing that. Yeah. A universal uh, universal. Yes. That's who it was. Yes. Which like the, uh, the game. So remember how we talked about how the, like the mummy movie, like it had, it has a, it was the mummy demastered, um, and it was a, a like a a contra style shooter for uh, like a two D platforming shooter, and uh, but that was on sale like a couple weeks ago. I would say if anybody has been interested in picking that up, pick it up soon because like those licenses don't last forever. Um, and mm. so any any like game like that is going to be like a Scott Pilgrim or whatever, unless it's they re up the license, it's going to go away. And the Mummy. <laughs> didn't do well it's you know it's not like super well regarded for some reason like you like it um yeah it's great but it's not like it's not like a cult classic like scott pilgrim was so i don't see once the the mummy demastered like gets delisted 
I don't see it returning, um, you know, like, uh, like Scott Pilgrim did. So, yeah, you're probably, probably right about that. All right. Well, that's all I have, John. <laughs> um, do you have anything else for this no, week? I think, that, I think that's it, you know? All right. Well, we'll be back live next week for, uh, with more breaking, <laughs> breaking you say, you news. You say live, but I guess it's like, it's more live than this is, Yeah, but it's closer. still not necessarily no, it's still live. 100% live. No. Uh, but we will be back. Yeah. You can find us online at stayintrackerpodcast.com on social at chrisright250. And johnright777. And at stayontargetpod. Please go to your podcast surface of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.